Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Mike. And I'm Allison. And you made us watch the, the Santa, Santa Claus 3. three. The Escape, Escape Clause. So our co-worker Savannah, as well as people in the Facebook group, last year were a little upset that we did not finish the Santa Claus trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of didn't want to because of hearing about how Tim Allen would talk about these movies during his act. Having seen this, I found out that it got horrible reviews. He was nominated for a Razzie for Worst Actor of the Year and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. So I think he was probably distancing himself because this movie was such a flop. Yeah. But I got to be honest with you, and I know I'm alone on this island, I love the santa <laughs> claus trilogy it was cute it, I love it was them. cute i know you do i loved him i didn't know how you would feel like especially last year when we watched the santa claus i was like i think you'll think it's fine and you were like i loved it it was great I'm oh, like, oh i went into the first one just wanting to make fun of the fact that the premise of the movie was tim allen murders santa <laughs> I know. and yes that is still the premise of the whole trilogy but I really, really love these movies. And, you know, people are like, yeah, the first two are good. And the third one, eh. third one adds the character Jack Frost, mm-hmm. who is tired of just being Santa's opener. And he doesn't have his own holiday. Yeah. And he wishes he did. And he keeps trying to co-op Christmas. He basically hatches a scheme to trick Scott Santa mm-hmm. into using the Santa Claus escape clause, which is if you just wish upon your magic snow globe that you wish you had never been Santa, then you can go back and undo all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And he does. And then, you know, Tim Allen gets everything back at the end. But yeah. um, Martin Short is so fucking great. We finished watching um, Only Murders in the Building, and he's obviously in that. I just... Oh, Murder Building? Yeah, Murder Building, (laughs) you know. And um, I just really love Martin Short, and I think that he does camp very well. In this movie, he has to do like a parody of New York, New York, where it's North Pole. North Pole. Yeah. (laughs) And it is... 
He's just so out there. I mean, he's such a, he's an amazing song and dance man. Too. Yeah, exactly. That too. Yeah, he's, I mean, if you watched him back when he was on SNL, obviously he was incredibly animated and um, very. That's very decent of you, I must say. <laughs> yes. That's my Ed Grimley imitation. It was very good. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's um mm, Pat Sage. Oh my god. And then I mean, I knew Martin Short from, you know, just kind of like it's weird to think of him as kind of a character actor even though that's kind of what he is, but he's such a legendary comic actor. He's a national treasure to yeah. the great land of Canada. I I think that's maybe it is he's he's a treasure. I wouldn't classify him as a character actor. Yes, he's a treasure. Obviously, he's in the movie Cl- Clifford <laughs> as a child. Not like when he was a child, he as an adult played right, a child. Which I will not see because I want to <gasps> only I want to only love Martin Short in purity. Oh. And I know that that movie is probably garbage. I remember not liking it when I saw it as a kid, but I rewatched it as an adult and I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Really? Yes, because it's so ridiculous. Remind me after we record that there is Norm MacDonald hosting a Canadian award show mm-hmm. and he's roasting Martin Short and oh. it's really, really funny. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, Martin Short in this movie is... He's fucking great. He's fucking great. Yeah, like that's exactly it. He's and then throw in Alan Arkin and Anne Margaret oh, as Tim Allen's in-laws, who Alan Arkin steals every scene he's in by just being a curmudgeon. I just love Alan Arkin so much. I realized that Alan Arkin is sort of like the old white Tracy Morgan <laughs> because <laughs> just every shit. line that should be delivered small, he delivers big. Yes. And any line that should be big, he just kind of throws away. Yeah. And he is so, oh my God, he's just so good. And yeah. Anne Margaret, Anne Margaret is just. She's so great in this because there's a scene where, um, I think, isn't she singing back and forth with Martin Short? Yes. And it's just like they have to, it's kind of like got all these sexual undertones and it's very like she's just totally holding her own and Anne i mean Margaret of course she is. is like the lady sean connery in that she just gets sexier and sexier the older she's, she gets yeah she's amazing anytime th- someone says again like oh it's just easier for men to get older because they get more handsome and everything they get better looking when they get older Disagree. i'm just gonna say yeah fucking Anne margaret have you seen Anne margaret because yeah. she's absolutely beautiful there's also a scene, I think it plays over the credits, where the Easter Bunny keeps hitting on her. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Jay Thomas as the Easter Bunny. Yeah. And it's so funny because <laughs> she's do, like, what the I do fuck? feel like she's legit creeped out by him. I think she is. I think she knows he's doing a bit. Mm-hmm. But she's also like, what the fuck, man? Like, I think she's just shocked by everything that's happening. She's like, what are you doing? You know, it is a shame that this movie bombed. And I wonder if it's because of... Maybe Tim Allen's politics were coming out mm-hmm. in 2006 when this movie came out. I don't know. Yeah, I because, mean, it's entirely possible. I mean, this movie, not having any frame of reference for how it was critically received. And you and I talked about this when we would go to premieres. Mm-hmm. 
some movies we absolutely loved. They came out and they bombed and we were like, what the fuck? And we liked it. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that the narrative in the media is this movie sucks. So then people go, yeah, this movie sucks. I don't think this movie sucks. I think the Santa Claus three is a great movie. And while I kind of would have liked to have had more Santa Claus movies, mm-hmm. I think as a trilogy, it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. And I think it is a near-perfect trilogy. Yeah. I mean, I think as far as like a holiday trilogy goes, it's well done. Um, I don't love it the way you do, but I do enjoy it. And it's cute. You know, I think it's, I think the Santa Claus 3, I liked the the additional stars that they put in it, you know, like Martin Short and Alan Arkin. And I think I was very delighted by that because I love them all as actors. I just watched the alternate opening mm-hmm. that kind of does like a recap because it is 12 years. Yeah, it's 12 years ago. In that real the time last... between 1994 is yeah. the Santa Claus. Yeah. And this one that came out in 2006. And it's his wife, it's Mrs. Claus teaching Mm -hmm. and Abigail Breslin is asking questions. So you get kind of the backstory. Did you know that it's her brother? It's the lead elf that takes over his lead. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. It's really cute. And I, I, for some reason I thought that her brother and her were much closer in age, but Spencer Breslin was born in, well, he was born in 92. So he's 10 years younger than me, which makes him 29. Oh, and okay. then Abigail Breslin was born in 96. So maybe she just looked really tiny. Yeah, I think Abigail Breslin's always just looked a lot younger than she is. Yeah. But uh, Spencer Breslin now is, I guess, super tall. Uh, yeah, because he looks pretty tall in this movie. Right. And he's only like 14. And he's, Yeah, he's yeah. only 14 when it <laughs> when it came out. And he, he looks like the fact that, that he's an elf. I'm like, he is the tallest elf I've ever seen next to David Crumholtz. Like, yeah, unfortunately, David Crumholtz was stuck filming numbers, numbers, his yeah. numbers. Uh, so he isn't able to be in this. There is an alternate ending where he is in it, but then they reshot the ending to make Jack Frost redeemed, which probably works better yeah i think that was a good choice i just thought it tied up his storyline a little bit better and then additionally i feel like it was nice that lucy kind of got to have this scene where she sort of saves the day a little bit yes liliana mumi who she's also in um the is she in the santa claus too i think it's the same actress i think so and isn't she the one who's either from Michigan or her dad is from Michigan? Oh, yeah. Joe I told feel us like about Joe, that. Yeah, she's yeah. in Santa Claus, too. So it's the same actress. Um, and I believe, because her dad is actor Bill Moomy, and I believe he is from Michigan. Um, he was in the most recent TV series, Lost in Space. Seems like he does a lot of voiceover. Um, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. He was in 108 episodes of Babylon 5, the TV series. So I think that was his big. And he's from the original Lost in Space. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's done a lot of voiceover. He did like Ren and Stimpy, Animaniacs. He was a child star that 
okay oh yeah yeah that's awesome yeah and he's you know i feel like anytime we watch a movie that's on disney plus or an animated movie we really just need to have like a red phone that we can pick up i know and it automatically calls joe april <laughs> so he'll be like say, hey joe. <laughs> what's the trivia give us the info yeah. would yeah. you like to phone a friend yes, yes. <laughs> speaking of phoning friends i cut it out from the last episode uh, when we were talking about Alora and Quentin Hicks cat, Quentin Hicks listened to the episode and I cut Aww. out a whole part where we were talking about how if only we could just call Quentin and we could. Uh, yeah. yeah, we probably should have. <laughs> so, yeah. And I guess it was uh, about a year, a year anniversary ago. that mm-hmm. he lost Alora. And um, not to bring things down, but immediately after we finished this movie, you and I uh, lost to. our cat, Chewy. Yeah. And uh, you were exhausted from crying and yeah. I needed to do some retail therapy. And mm-hmm. I am very proud of myself because I did see the Santa Claus trilogy on <laughs> Blu-ray and yeah. I really wanted to buy it. Mm-hmm. But I kept myself from doing that because yes. we can watch it for free on Disney+. Plus. Yes. And... Then I was like, yeah, but what if there's special features? Of course there's special features. You should just go. And if it's more than trailers, just buy it. And uh, I resisted doing that. I am proud of you. And my retail therapy was specifically for just you and my mom, gifts from Benji. Yes. Yes. Benji Um, did cut your shopping pretty short, though. Oh, yeah. He did freak out in Target. So That sounds about right. You never know. Uh, Yeah. Had he not, maybe... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe we would own it <laughs> maybe i would be watching all the dvd extras or a, blu-ray extras yes right yeah but, so yeah so this is kicking off our new christmas season yes we're gonna all be watching. december christmas episodes yeah i really hope that we can get a guest on for rare exports because i really want to make someone watch that i do too because I, I love that movie and yeah it's i really want to watch great. it again so yeah why not yeah yeah, so, um, um, yeah. So I, I guess if you're interested in watching Rare Exports and being on the podcast, <laughs> shoot Mike a message. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just stop by. Our address is... <laughs> <laughs> Just show up at our house. Right. Anytime, day or night. Our front door code is... is. <laughs> Just come on in. Let I... yourself... We have a guest room. Make yourself comfy. Yeah. We have all the... The streaming services are on the TV in that room, so. Yeah, so. Do what you gotta do. Please do not do any of this. Yes, don't come into our house uh, unannounced. I will have a heart attack. You saying that makes me want to share a really horrific story that I have not shared with you yet. Oh, go ahead. It is so embarrassing. So. I'll share an embarrassing story also. Okay. This one... You're going to have a hard time topping. Okay. Because um, it's so embarrassing that I'm going to leave out some details. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, Angie from Great Lakes Confidential. Yes. Is, uh, and Benji's, dear friend. Yeah, is Benji's bestie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she's she's family yeah. at this point. And uh, so she was over and uh, she and I had a... Uh, Zoom meeting with one of the other podcasts mm-hmm. uh, that are now on the network. So we had like a half hour to to wait. Like she left and we had a half hour until she got home to jump on the call. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
you have been closed for business. So I, um, I decided to, um, you know, rub one out, rub one out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I came down and, uh, jumped on the, uh, the zoom call. And then afterwards I get a text from Dennis (gasps) saying, uh, just so you know, I'm in your house. And I was like, because he was oh, fixing my, my mom's God, computer. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> what if I didn't realize and Dennis walked in on me? Oh, my God. Yes. And then I was like, wait, but what if he did? And then I realized that Dennis and I have known each other for uh 20, 20 some years. years yeah and if he caught me whacking off he uh probably would have said something during it and if not definitely would have given me shit by now yes so uh i was absolutely mortified <laughs> oh shit so top that embarrassing story um that's my christmas present to uh to, to the everyone. listeners i guess you're welcome I'm trying to think of something really embarrassing that i did can you think of something embarrassing I did? No, you're perfect. Oh, that's adorable. You are. You're cute. So Mike and I were driving down um, Haggerty Road. I forget where we were going. We might have been going to like a friend's house or something. But there was this building that was being constructed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there was a sign that said groundbreaking entrance. You know, for like the groundbreaking ceremony for the building to be built. Mm-hmm. And we had turned kind of over that way because we had to do like a turnaround. And I was like, I don't understand what's so great about that entrance. It looks f- just like a fucking normal entrance. And you looked at me like I was insane. And then I was like, oh, it's the groundbreaking entrance, like where they break ground for the construction. I thought it was like a groundbreaking, like it's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's such an amazing entrance. It's actually groundbreaking. <laughs> Hey, you're just smart enough. Like I said it and you were like, what? And I'm like, oh, I'm fucking dumb. Like, I understand. I felt so stupid. And now every time I drive by that place, I'm like, groundbreaking entrance. So that's yeah, I don't know that our stories compare. Yeah, no, yours is worse. Like, I love you, but it would be weird if Dennis caught you doing that. Yeah. It seems like he didn't, though. And you're probably you're probably okay. I hope. I mean, like I said, I'm leaving out details here. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, Lord. That's funny that you mentioned that because um, right before we started recording, you were watching that Elf on the Shelf SNL (laughs) thing with Jason Momoa where they're like, and how's, you know, little Stevie? And he's like, he's learning things about his body. (laughs) And I'm I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I had an elf on the shelf up my butt. And, no, uh, <laughs> ew. Um, we don't have one, and I'm trying to make a point of not yeah, not ever getting one. And I was wearing a full elf costume while Of course happened. you were. Yeah. Let's talk about the movie some more. <laughs> one of the things that uh, I sort of couldn't stop laughing about when you brought it up is that the reindeer sound like one of the hormone monsters in Big Mouth. Oh, yeah, poor Comet. <laughs> yes, he's like, Oh my god, blah, blah, blah. Hey, how is that again? Oh my god, everybody's gotta get out of here. Whatever. <laughs> you know, he's You're got nailing that. that imitation. Am I really? I don't think I am. 
No, you totally are. You're being mean. No. It's like that idea, but it's like a man's voice. Sometimes I live with Santa Claus. It's all I do when he sits in my lap. Santa Claus keeps poking me in the back. I don't know. It's also, uh, it's also one of the presents where you're not allowed to be around children. <laughs> this is gold right here. This is podcast gold. This is pyrite. This is... It looks like gold, but it uh, will turn your skin green. Yeah. We're literally just doing dueling impressions that are so-so. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, if you watch Big Mouth... Um, try to listen to the reindeer talk ever again without just hearing the hormone monster. <laughs> yeah. What else? You know what? The only upsetting thing about this movie <laughs> was as soon as his fireplace shows up on screen, oh. which is just like a giant version of his head with the fire in the mouth. Yeah. You were like, oh, I don't like that. And I was like, yeah, I don't either. And I thought there's no way this could get worse. <laughs> you were wrong. And then it does because- it animates and the mouth gets bigger and it is so it is so gross unnecessary yeah it's like it's like he goes down his own chimney and it opens wider so he can step out of it and i'm like well this is an actual nightmare one of the uh cops at the end the little elf cops is the um one of the kids from shameless oh neat this movie was pretty adorable I think Benji's really going to like watching oh, yeah. these. And there's a very brief cameo from John Ross Bowie. Oh, yeah, where he plays the uh, like the guy who works for Scott Kelvin when he's you know sent to the alternate reality. Which, uh, that is my name drop for this episode. That is, yeah, I love John, John Ross, Ross Bowie. John uh, Ross Bowie hung out with him one night because John went to high school with our friend Melanie Vesey. Oh, yeah, that's and great. And it's his wife is Jamie Dembo, right? Yes. Yes. And um And she's so funny. Yeah. I love her. And uh Melanie's wife's or I guess partner, I I Aaron I think she non- calls her her wife. Well, Aaron's non-binary, but uh Oh, you're right. Yeah. Calls them So, yeah, Aaron their spouse, Vessi Detroit. Aaron opened their restaurant in Los Angeles. Yes, yes they did. Which, specializes in a lot of detroit like they have fago there yes uh yeah Yeah, it's it's called detroit vessies detroit Mm vessies so uh i know we have a handful of listeners in the los angeles area i urge you to go check it out uh yes is a love letter of uh all the stuff that aaron really is about there's bikes there's detroit and there is amazing food. Yes, it is on um, Seventh Street in uh, uh, the Fashion District. In the yes, in the yeah. Fashion and Arts District in downtown LA. Yeah, honestly, I <laughs> wish we lived there so we could go eat it, eat there. Yeah. Um. So yes, please, 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 if you have an opportunity. And I really feel like uh, John Ross Bowie and I were like totally hitting it off and. You would have been best friends. Well, for people that like MC Chris and yeah. Fets Vet, you know, I was like, yeah. hey, man, here's a weird question. Is that you at the end of that with the uh, answer oh, machine? Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, no one ever knows that. Like, John and I are the same age. We were both in punk bands about the same mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we both love show tunes. And, uh, and then 
fucking Jimmy Pardo comes by <laughs> and cock blocks my friendship by being Jimmy Pardo. Yeah. So uh, thanks a lot, Pardo. It is what it is. I always enjoy seeing John Ross Bowie show up and stuff. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he was also He's... in uh, an episode or two of that TV show, I'm Sorry, that was recommended <gasps> yes. to me by Sanguis. Mm-hmm. That ended and up being so a great good. series. I'm so bummed that even though they wrote a third season, yeah, a third season didn't they get end made. up nodding. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they end up changing their mind and, and do it, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, quick aside about Detroit Vessies. Um, if you are vegan and gluten free, they have a ton of options for you. Hell yeah. Additionally. And they serve um mocktails because um I don't think I Melanie don't think doesn't drink. Yeah, Melanie no. does not drink. So I like that they did that, that it's a place where you can enjoy a beverage that doesn't have alcohol in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's not just popper water. I can't wait till we go back so we can go there. Yes. I'm I'm looking at the menu right now and I'm like, holy shit. I know. Holy right? shit, oh my God. Yeah, like it looks real good. There's a habanero peach chicken salad that I'm like, ooh, girl. Okay, well, I'm back on a diet okay. and you're just <laughs> I'm torturing so me. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I'm sorry. I'm making myself hungry. I'm like, oh my God, it looks so good. Okay, right. so yes. Well, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Well, All Merry right. Christmas, baby. I love you very much. Merry Christmas. I love you, too. You're really awesome. And yeah, this week has been ugh, not awesome, but you are. <laughs>